0: Pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey,
1: you! pass
0: the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Yeah, pass the salt, will you? Pass
1: the
2: salt.
0: Pass the salt, amigo. It's, it's, time. Time. it's
2: time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan. Jellyfish. Hey, we
0: have passed the salt.
3: Pass the salt. We need salt over here.
0: It's time for Pass the Salt.
2: Pass the
3: Salt! But we like
2: to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see?
0: The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach.
2: I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America.
0: It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Dobinmeyer.
2: Hey, good morning out there. It's the 22nd day of May. Where did May, where did May go? Second day of May, 2023, show number 1,895. <clears throat> and, uh, uh, boy, I got some stuff to share with you this morning for sure. And, uh, I just pray that you give me a, <clears throat> give me a few minutes to get it, get it out. And, um, uh, as I said, as we came into the pre-show this morning, I've never in my life been more convinced of the existence of uh, Almighty God. And let me share with you what happened. First of all, I appreciate, appreciate the prayers. For a, a, uh, Mr. Producer, Throw up uh, the pic- go to my Facebook page and throw up a picture of a little Declan there. That's, that's Declan yesterday. Boom. Look, I hate to make this show about personal things, but this is important, okay? So bear with me a second. This little Declan yesterday morning, which would have been on like Sunday morning. Uh you can see the, the abrasions on his face. I don't know if you can make that a little bit bigger or not. Doesn't matter. That's uh that's road, what do they call that when you wreck on a motorcycle? That's road road, road rash. rash. Road what? Rash. Rash, that's road rash. It's road rash on little declan's face. As you know, he's about uh, about 20, 20 months old. He's the little guy that was spent when he was first born. He spent 40, 44 days in intensive care in Children's Hospital before he could ever go home because his stomach and his intestines were not connected. They did surgery on him immediately after he was born. And uh, he's been a, a miracle guy from the beginning. You can't tell there's ever anything wrong with him and uh so that's that's declan the day after i don't know why 47's on his hat his mommy put a hat on him as we went when saw him so let me uh 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 we can never michelle and i can never express to you the uh gratitude for all the prayers that we know that we went out i heard from i heard from people that i thought how did they know how they here so let me uh let me un- unpack it all for you and uh it's all good. It's a good story. It's all good. We have yesterday, but it happened on uh, what day was it? It's On Saturday, having all the all the family over for just a we had we just got a cow, mm-hmm. right? You guys know we we just purchased a a cow, brought the cow home, going to have a big old steak, have all the grandkids around. Everybody came came over, and it was good. It was about I don't know four o'clock in the afternoon. They got over, and the sun was shining. It was a beautiful day, and. Grandkids were running everywhere and life was good. And and uh, my son-in-law Isaiah, who's Declan's father, and Michelle were cooking. Isaiah was kind of doing the cooking and Michelle was doing her things in, in the kitchen. And everybody was up on top of they all having fun and playing. Except little Declan was in the house. And and um, I saw somebody said, "Grampy, would you move? Would you move the cars, Grampy? That kids want to ride bikes." So you know, if you those of you who've been to our house know we have a kind of a little circle driveway there and cars were parked in there. So I went out and I was moving cars. I moved the first car and. And when I moved the first car and came out and got in my our daughter's uh, Declan's mother's car, dad mother and dad's car, I got in in their big van, one of those big excursions, whatever the hell those t- tanks are called. And I'm started. I moved it, and as I moved it, my son pulls in. He's he's coming in to, to, for the party. He pulls in. He parks right where I and just parked just where I was moving the car from. So I stopped and said, "Hey, Zach, move move your car." He thought he didn't know what I was talking about. Move your car. Get your car. So in that conversation, uh, then I jump back in the car and and I put it in gear and start creeping creeping forward to move the, move the van where I want to and and oh let me back up let me back up Holy Lord before before this happened about a half hour before this I'd, I'd I'd walked outside. Kids are up playing on top of the hill. And the Holy Spirit stopped me, friends. Listen, I want you to hear me. What I'm about to tell you. Is as real as anything that's ever happened in my life. I walked out the garage door, through the garage, out to where, uh, uh, out into our yard, and the Holy Spirit stopped me and said, Pray for your grandchildren now. And I stopped because I knew what I'd heard. And I said, What? Pray for your grandchildren now. And I did. Pull up Psalm 91, Jonathan. I'm, I'm taking you somewhere today, okay? Stay with me. And I began to recite this. That many of you have heard Michelle say this. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high abideth, abideth under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say to the Lord, he's my refuge, my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowl and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wing shall, shall thou trust. His truth. Let's go down, please. Shall be thy shield and thy buckler. There shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the air that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence, the walketh in the darkness, for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. And a thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand. But it shall not. Shall not come by thee only with your eyes. Shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked? Because you've made the Lord which is your refuge, even the most high, your habitation. No. There shall be no evil before them. and neither shall any plague come near their dwelling. For ye shall give your angels charge over you, keep you in all your ways. They shall bear you up with your hands, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Don't tread upon the lion, the adder, and the young lion, and the dragon shall thou trample under the feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. And I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. And I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. And as quickly as I could, I uttered that. Not as it was, but as much as I could. No evil be false, no plague come near our dwelling. He's given his angels charge over us to guide us in all of our ways. I didn't even know what I was praying for. And then uh started moving the cars. After that, 20 minutes later, I was moving the cars. I, folks, when the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, pray for your grandchildren, it, I, it was the most ominous feeling, one of the most ominous feelings I'd ever had. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice, and another voice they will not hear. I heard his voice, and I obeyed.
4: Praise God. Boom.
2: And so uh, Zach pulls in, I just moved, Zach pulls in, and I said, hey, don't park there. Yeah, move your car. And I get back into to Maggie's car, and I'm moving the car forward, and I feel a bump. I was going really slow, really slow, creeping as I was going forward. I don't know why. I should have, normally I'd just gunned it and go. And I thought, oh, that's not good. And I uh, put the car in park, walked around the car and walked back.
5: Blessing, Lord.
2: And laying there in the grass... Flat on his back looking up at me with those huge blue eyes. This is my grandson. I thought he was dead. And I stood there for a minute, and thought Lord, what do I do? run over my grandson and I went over and uh, got down my knees and put put my hands on him to see if if I could feel anything shattered, broken in his chest blood all over his face I didn't know if his head had been squashed I didn't know whatever. And those big blue eyes staring straight up. And when I put my hands on him, he immediately began to cry. And you will never convince me that at that moment, life did not come back into that little boy. And I picked him up. What do you do? His mom his dad's inside with my mom, my wife. I walk in, carry him, say, Hey, here's your here's your son. I just ran over. And I carried him in and handed him off to his dad. Dialed nine one one. And they came quickly. I hate that. I told those guys, I said, I hate you guys, the cops. I said, I hate you guys when you write, write speeding tickets, but I love you when you come. And uh, bear with me here. It's just so vivid. And uh, the emergency squad got him, took him in there. He's he's crying and kicking and moving. and I knew then that he was gonna live. but we were still worried about whether he'd been crushed inside. We don't, you know, we don't know what, did I run over him? Did my top, did that, that huge car run over the top of that little guy? Well, uh, they made the decision immediately to take him to children's hospital. It was a good sign they didn't want to life flight him. He was, he was, he was a little kid in pain, screaming and crying and, and everything. So they took him directly, they didn't lifelight him, which is one, one of the paramedics said to uh, a lady, said to, said to uh, my wife, I think it was, I don't, know he'll be okay, he'll be okay. And so they took him uh, directly to Children's Hospital and did what they do at Children's Hospital and uh, put his face up there. He, there, that's pretty much the extent of his injuries. Inside lining of his teeth are are cut and pulled off. Uh, Drug him through the blacktop on our our driveway. And yesterday he was eating ice cream, walking around and kicking a soccer ball. I saw him pass from death into life, right in my very presence. So I appreciate your prayers, and uh, I'm reminded today of OJ and Dorita, who lost a family member, a 20, I think it's 20-year-old, 16-year-old, who was killed on a um, ATV this weekend. And nobody can give an answer why Declan survives, and there's, grand, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I know this. Right? I heard his voice and I obeyed. And I believe in something I don't even know if I don't even know if it's true or not. I believe in what's called patriarchal authority. I believe that I have spiritual authority over my entire lineage, over my children,
6: Hallelujah.
2: and Boom. over their children. And over their children's children. as 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 long as I live. Amen. And I believe that when I took authority. When grandpa took authority over the grandchildren. God honored that. Now listen. I want you to hear me. Psalm 91 says that there's no weapon that's formed against you that will prosper. I want you to know this. That a weapon had been formed against me. And the Lord warned me. Pray for your grandchildren. The Lord saw the weapon that had been formed. Was it the Lord? Was it was it the spirit? Well, I don't know what it was. But I knew what it was, and I knew it was real. But the story goes on. Bear with me. I'm not going to cry anymore. I feel better. So I believed in patriarchal authority that I have a responsibility. But the Holy Spirit told me after everything was good and we were back home and I couldn't sleep. That's another story. The Holy Spirit said to me, they're after the children. Mm -hmm. You see... They're after the children. So the Holy Spirit said to me, Friends, they're after the children. And I'm not talking about child trafficking, although that's part of it. But they're after the seed. They're after the seed of the Lord. They're after the seed of the serpent, seed of the woman. They're after the holy seed of our children. And we don't get it. Declan was nearly killed in front of me, by me. But how many of us are negligent in watching our grandchildren being killed by public schools, and by libraries, and by TV, and by internet? They're killing them.
0: Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: And we don't care. We care, but we haven't personalized it. We haven't personalized it. And think how many emergency squads ran out yesterday afternoon all across America picking up wounded children that didn't survive. What we have to wake up to is understand the wounding that's going on in our children, and we don't see it, and we don't care about it. And if we don't care about it, who's going to care about it? Exactly. Like our children I, th- I want to thank all of you for your prayers. I saw Declan pass from death into life yesterday. It happened right in front of me. Boy, the devil wants that seed, doesn't he? <laughs> the devil wants that little seed. So I um, I appreciate all of your prayers. I, I I just keep saying to Michelle, we could be making funeral plans right now. The absolute devastation of our entire family could have happened in an instant. Somebody just left the garage door open. I walked out. Declan was inside with his mom, and with his dad and his grandma. And I went outside and Didn't close the door. When I walked around and looked into those eyes laying on that ground. You know, can I tell you another miracle? I told Michelle last night when I got in bed last night, I said, honey, I I can't get it out of my mind. I can't get that. I can't get his face out of my mind. And I prayed, Lord, take that from me. Take that horror from me, Lord.
4: Yes. I didn't sleep all
2: the night before. Even though he was alive, I didn't sleep. Last night, I said, Lord, take that away from me. And he did. Slept like a baby. Didn't wake him once. Say, so what's the moral of the story? Because my wife... Yeah, my wife said <laughs> it's like the Holy Spirit smacks you up your head. Dummy, hey dummy. Because our other child, Scarlet, had just come out of the intensive care of the same hospital we drove Declan to. And <laughs> your whole life, how many times do you end up in a children's hospital, life and death emergency? <laughs> It's happened to us twice in the last week. Devil's after our kids, I guess, huh? Devil's after our kids. We pray for O.J. and Dorita today and their family. I don't know why. I don't know why the Lord spared Declan. And I thank him this morning for his faithfulness. And by the way, for those of you out there who prayed, God bless you. God bless you. He's a fire coach. I'm also aware of this, of how many of you ran to prayer on our behalf and how unfaithful I am sometimes to pray for you. When you have an issue, Gene, is it yours? Are you going into court today, Gene? Is it is it you? If we would if we would put those kind of prayers behind Gene and the situation, Gene, Lord, I just ask you right now, supernaturally, that you would touch that situation with Gene. We don't even know what it is, Lord, but you do. We pray that you are faithful. You're faithful, Lord, and you will perform your word. And the man in which you've sent her to do, Father. And any weapon that's formed against him shall not prosper. According to your word in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. All right. 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 Try to gather myself here. It was the, uh, maybe the most top two life-changing experiences of my life. I heard his voice. I obeyed. I watched his faithfulness. And I saw him pass from death into life right in front of my eyes. In a matter of 20 seconds, 20 minutes. And I got a call from, uh, Pastor Dunphy. I'm sure Jeff's one forwarded the message to him. Pastor Dunphy, who a year ago, a year and a half ago, whatever it was, lost his grandson in the exact same way with a tractor. Died dead. And I, uh, He didn't, Pastor Bill wasn't driving the tractor. And I was immediately humbled at how cavalierly most of us responded to the death of his grandson. What a burden that is to bear. Life sucks. The devil's real, they're after our kids. So Michelle and I, as much as we possibly can, and uh, Maggie and Isaiah and his sisters, we can't imagine life without that little guy. We thank every one of you out there for your intercession on behalf of our family. We can never thank you enough. Amen, amen. Lorraine, come on in, Reggie. Then I'm going to move on to something else. So. I'll answer a few questions here, then I want to move on. We got, we got some great stuff going on. Go ahead, Lauren.
4: Can I pray you now.
2: Yes, please. Okay. Lord, I. to yes. I saw him pass from death and life. You understand
4: what I'm telling you? I get it. I, I, my heart hurts and breaks for you. I, I my heart hurts for you and Michelle, but it, but you seeing that little baby. And those precious blue eyes staring back up at you that trust you and love you so much, but you were able to love him back to life. And God used you, and you the victory. His Satan did not win, and death did not win to cause division in your family. And that is the praise. God, you raised up our shields and you locked them together because you called us and we obeyed and you love Coach and his family. But Satan, you are put on notice now in the name of Jesus Christ and the blood of Jesus Christ right now. You are put on notice. There's a wall of fire, Holy Spirit fire around, around Pastor Dave and his family and his grandkids. Thank you, Lord God. The song of hope comes down because, Jesus, your name is hope. This family needed hope. Satan, you did not come to cause, you come to cause division. You come to seek, kill, and destroy, and you weren't able to do that. Two precious babies, male and female, were not taken from this family to cause division and trauma that was unrepairable. But, Lord God, you are bringing life out of death. And we praise you, and we praise you for how much you love this grandpa, because your love is in him, and he's a voice for those who are appointed to die, like you said in Proverbs 31, 6 and 7. He's a man who's raising his voice, and it's passionate for you to get the attention of your people who are lost in churches who've been pushed aside, who don't know what to believe anymore because they think they're invisible to you. And Declan is not invisible to you. His grandfather loves him. And the vision, Lord God, that Satan wants to use against him and the trauma that Satan wants to use against this family and this grandpa and this grandma will not be victorious. You failed because what he's going to see is a little boy that loves his grandpa. It's not a face of death, it's the face of life that's precious in your sight, Lord God. So in Jesus' name, I ask you to continue to transform and renew Coach's mind so that Satan cannot use this as a weapon formed against him but fuels him and his love that you have for him will be shared amongst all of your kids and that he he and, and and this is what is needed men rising up to defend and protect their families and breathing life back into them satan you cannot have the family you can you can't have coach's family you can't no weapon formed against his family is going to prosper if you wanted to cause division you can't they're tighter now they love one another his daughter still loves his dad Declan still loves his grandpa even more now. So I thank you for what you have done, Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you for what you're going to do. I thank you that Coach is going to overcome with the word of your testimony through and in the blood of the Lamb of you, Jesus Christ, who was, did, and is to come in the name of Jesus Christ. Period.
2: Amen. Amen. Really,
4: amen. Amen. Amen.
7: I wasn't going to yeah, share amen. this.
2: I, I I wasn't going to share this because it doesn't. It won't sound good.
7: Amen.
2: It won't sound good. <clears throat> but in the moment when I was thanking the Lord, and I've done that more times than ever, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and it was almost like. You ever had somebody say something to you and they, they, they wink afterwards, like, I got this one, buddy, right? And they wink, right? And I was crying out from the depths of my being, thanking the Lord for what He did. And the Holy Spirit winked at me and said, I owed you that one. You get what I said? You winked at me. I owed you that one. Amen. For the many thousands of babies that Michelle and I interceded and fought for, he winked and I owed you that one. You don't have any idea how profound a moment this has been in my life. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Reggie.
7: <clears throat> Thanks be to God. I do understand, Coach. Um, When I got the news, Stephanie and I happened to be together. That's scary. No, no. And I immediately dropped. We had just come in from shopping and dropped everything and just immediately right there in the kitchen started praying. We couldn't stop praying through the whole night. We'd try to carry on, you know, but we couldn't. And uh, I wanted to tell you this. Couldn't sleep all night. and. I kept getting up. And I told Stephanie, I got I to get up and pray for Coach. I felt you. I said, he's relieved, but he can't get it out of his mind. And the Lord wants me to pray for him. Pray with me. And we prayed for you that the Lord would take the thoughts and the mind and the recurring thought over and over out of your head. That was like all night. I couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. I knew God was with you. And I've always been an advocate for the children because I've known. And I've stressed and I've stressed and I've stressed. Mothers, fathers, grandfathers, and grandmothers, go to your children. Touch them on the head. Pray every curse all the way back to Adam and Eve away over your children and break it and continue day and night to protect them. Because you are right, Coach. They have always been after the children. And they will not stop. And they want to spill their blood. So they don't want the children just to die. Their blood has to be spilt.
2: They will either take their life or take the life out of them.
7: Yeah. You
2: understand? huh? They're so, stealing the life right out of our living children.
7: It's important, yeah. really important. The ones walking the
2: street, the ones still living and breathing, the life of Christ is being sucked right out of them, friends. We have to see it and understand. Thanks, Reggie. Thanks, Stephanie. Thanks. I was undone. <laughs> I was undone. Jeff.
5: Coach is what I've been saying. This is all about the children. And this will kind of tie it together. Thirty-five years ago, my nephew was run over by a truck. I was the first one on the scene. I had to cover him with a blanket and basically pronounce him dead. I love that little kid. Then last Saturday night, I'm when I got that, I'm like, okay, I gotta call Pastor Matt, Pastor Bill, get these guys praying because they are prayer warriors. Pastor Matt was on the phone with a pastor in Alabama. And they were praying. Like, and then here's how the devil works. I'm like, oh, should I call Pastor Bill? Because huh. I know that situation still comes up with me. And I'm like, no, I got to call him. And I'm telling you, the power of prayer for that phone. I could hear Connie in the background praying and sobbing, and Pastor Bill just a mighty prayer. And yesterday morning in church, Pastor Matt's praying, this is the second Sunday on Jr's family thing about being the head of your household and the priest of your home. And I mean, he is hammering that church. And he shared a quick story. He got two calves Saturday morning. One's doing good. The other one could die because it won't eat. And it's simple, you know, a cow, little baby calf. So he shared this. He said, listen, he said, I know. He said, it might seem simple, but pray for that little calf. He said, I want that little calf to live. He just bought it Saturday morning. He said, it'll die in 24 hours if it doesn't suck. And it's not. So he used this as an example. Sun- Saturday af- Sunday afternoon, he had all his grandkids out there around that calf. The grandkids hmm. were praying over this calf. He said, the one little boy prayed five times. Five. and on the fifth time banging that cow started sucking he said I proved to them little grandkids that God is real and he hears their prayers I text him and he but he put him on the one call to everybody about the little boy praying five times and the calf sucked and it's gonna live and I texted him back and I said you know what God hears the prayers of these little ones and answers them. he probably sometimes Get sick of us praying because we want, we want, you know what I mean? It's just the child of a, the prayer of a child. So that's where we're at right now. It's been a, a amazing weekend. Buddy, we just want to say we love you. Amen. We were praying for you hard.
2: Yeah, amen. Amen. Move the hands of God for sure. Okay, look, enough. God bless you all. I want to, uh, it's funny how the Lord is. <clears throat> You don't notice things, right? Well, JR's been blowing the horn about the natural family <clears throat> for how long. <clears throat> a couple months ago, I got prompted to call him and say, hey, let's hey, let's give me a call. Let's go and whatever. We didn't connect. And then Craig and JR and Mel in particular, they're working on uh, celebrating natural family month. From Father's Day to Mother's Day. Mother's Day to Father's Day, natural. Let's go on the offensive here, friends. Let's go on the offensive. Let's launch a a a nation-changing event. This this will be the initial surge. But why not? Why not with us? How about they get a, they get a month for Gay Pride Month? Why not Natural Family Month? And natural family is what is that, JR? One biological uh man, one biological woman, and a uh lifelong monogamous relationship? Natural children, right, JR? Talk Amen. a little bit about this and what we're trying to launch with Mel and Craig. We've already launched it, okay, friends? We've mm-hmm. already celebrate natural family month. Think of all the perversion that we're celebrating. Go
3: ahead, JR. You kind of underlined and, and emboldened and put it at 72 print, uh, the importance of the family coach. And it is critical. When when something happens like what happened to you, it's personal because it's in the family. Uh, and, and there's there's aspects of it. It's interesting because this is the second week of the natural family celebration and it's children's week. Hmm. Children's week. And the, the critical importance of a child. I've lost a child. And, and you you almost lost a grandchild. And, and there's people in the, that are listening here that have lost a child or a mother or a father or a close relative. And it's, the Bible says where there's no vision, the people perish. And what we're trying to do is, is bring things into focus. Let's bring it back to where it needs to be. And let's do it right. There's an evidence-based best practice. It's called natural family, like you said. One biologically born man. And you have to say that now, right? You can't say one man, one woman. You have to say biologically born. In a lifelong committed monogamous relationship. That is the key. That is the key to our understanding, our creator. We have a a father and a son, right? In heaven, we have a father and we have a son. Uh, How do we, if we we didn't have family, how do we know what that meant? But having families really brings that into focus. And, and so we decided a couple of years to ask for a natural family month.
2: Yeah, we just, hey, JR, we just, we're a small minority, but we would like to be celebrated too, right? The natural family.
3: Well, yes. Amen. Amen. Yep. And it's the first week is, uh, starts on Mother's Day, so it's Mother's Week, and then Children's Week, which is this week, and then next week, Grandpa and Grandma Week. I <laughs> appreciate that, huh? <laughs> And then extended family, again, that's, that's all part of that. And then it ends on Father's Day. It's bookends. And, and to me, it's just it, uh, it's a no-brainer. Uh, yeah, we should be doing this for a long time, and it helps it helps impose what's happening today in society with what we really should be and see how far off we are. It gives a stand. You know, how
2: can, how can uh, Delaware let's just use Delaware, how can Westerville, Delaware? How can their city councils not honor National Family uh, Natural Family Month?
3: Yeah, I, don't I don't know. I don't right. have. I don't have a good reason, and they don't have a good reason that the city, the city of Westerville, has a uh, a division of diversity, but they don't have a division of family. Interesting.
2: Interesting. Interesting. So as as we launch this here this morning, uh, Jay, I want to get Mel in here, Craig. I know you guys have get all been. Reason. Working on together, so you kind of direct who comes in. There. Folks, do you understand? We can do. We can. Jr. gave me a t-shirt last night. Where can they get a t-shirt, Jr.? And what does it say on the t-shirt? Because I'm upside down, I can't read it.
3: <laughs> Celebrating our American tradition, and that is the natural family. You'll notice you have a blue father and a pink mother, and a the blue and cheek pink children. Uh, it's. Uh, I mean, you can you can email me. At JR, well, Christian Minman at gmail.com. We can make arrangements put, to get put this.
2: Chat, put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Send JR 25 bucks for a t shirt, will you? He had t shirts made up. He has a sign. Get that sign behind you there, JR. Show him what JR is uh, all in on this thing, folks. Well,
4: Good thing he's got know, pants he
2: on this morning. These are yard signs, which we're putting out celebrating American tradition natural family strong so jr has all these things printed and available and we have to start somewhere and i believe this can be uh, i know it's been your vision for quite a while jr and i i believe uh, we we stand behind it
3: as much Here's as much one thing more. you can do to help out, coach and this this doesn't cost you a penny is go to the naturalfamilystrong.com go to the website and there's a pledge on there signing that pledge will help out tremendously size matters when people people say well what's what's the natural family about and they go to that pledge page and they see maybe you know 200 people signed it or if they see 200 people signed it it makes a difference and we're gonna we're gonna try we're gonna try to press state legislatures national but we really this is really a local a local focus the local church, the local businesses, offer discounts. The church should have a sermon every Sunday, starting off with the, the portion of the family, the fathers, then the children, et cetera, and just reminding the congregation of the critical importance of the family. I mean, you were you had a strong reminder this weekend of that, yep. and we all and, and and people in the queue have gotten that strong reminder.
2: And Jr., you you uh, you said last night it, as we were. Uh, as we we're eating, why the word natural is so important in this.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, natural. The key with natural is it's self-defining. You can, you can say uh, traditional family. You can say uh, nuclear family. But when you get into those conversations, traditional can change over years, right? It, it's, yeah. The traditional could be two men and, and, and children. Or two women and children, or God knows what that's going to lead to. I mean, just incredible. But natural, I got I got into a discussion with a gay couple one time, and they were accusing me of beating them up the side of the head with a Bible. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Your problem isn't with me. Your problem isn't with the Bible. Your problem is with nature. Good luck.
2: Amen. 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 We have to learn to, how to frame the argument for sure. Yeah. Mel,
1: come on in. Yeah, I don't know, Jonathan, if you can go back to the Liberty Action Network page, but there's some other things. First that you of all, can Mel, hang too. on, folks. Yeah. Go to
2: Natural Family Strong and sign that pledge. It's so easy to do. Everybody, put that in the chat, please. Click on it, sign the pledge. Go ahead, Mel. I'm sorry.
1: Yep. Yep. We're trying to identify some do things, so to be doers. But at the LibertyActionNetwork.com, you've got. Um, You've got a place to print flyers that you can share with friends and with pastors. You can email the same flyer. Yeah. If you'd go in there, Jonathan, then just scroll down a little bit on the action. You'll see that. And then we've also got um, a, a beautiful, um, the one that's that's at the top that we can share on social media uh, that um, that the tech team created. So we've got. I'm sorry.
2: You go to, you go to um, get my brain Liberty action network. And then click on, down at the bottom, it says na- na- Actions nas- National
1: Family. This all comes right. up. Right. Jonathan, if you'd scroll down a little bit, please.
3: That's the Liberty Action Network. The li- I'm sorry. The Liberty, Network.
1: the Liberty Action Network. So you can see right there um, is the flyer that you can print or email. Give it and to your pastor.
2: You can... Give it to yeah. your
1: pastor. And then scroll down a little bit more, Jonathan, if you would. And then you can also um, copy and share out this um, this picture out onto social media. And I'll be sharing it from the Liberty Action Network um, Facebook page. So you can share my shares or you can um, copy it and share it out yourself. So um, the actions are to go to JR's or go to Jim's page and sign the pledge and then start sharing the information. We've only got a few more weeks left to, to really impact for this year. Well, so I'm so hoping, hoping that. Get, hey, your, can, get
2: your friends to sign the pledge, please. Everybody get 10 people. Please sign the pledge. Sorry, Mel. Go ahead. No,
1: it's all good. That's all I have. Hey, have a great
2: day. Amen. Craig, come on in.
3: Craig said he can't come in. I don't well, know. That's all I, mean. I
2: say. He's having a hard time getting in. By the way, Mel and uh, JR and Craig, I'd like to do this on Brideon today at 11 if you can do it. Make yourself available even for 10 minutes to talk about it if you can. If you can't, Mel, or if you can't, Craig, we'll work around it. JR, I want to. I want to. I want to make sure we do this. Uh, Craig can't come in. Uh, uh, JR, you want to say anything before I open it up here a little bit? Hey, folks, hang on a minute. Do you understand this? Do you understand that this could be the beginning, the launching of a movement? I mean, we we could say, oh well, this isn't going to have any impact. No, it may it may not. It may not have a big impact this year. But the more, see, this is going to. This is going to give people an opportunity in a non-offensive way to stand up for truth. This is so non-offensive. How can you not be? You celebrate gay pride, but you can't celebrate the natural family, right? Right? This is so, uh, this, is, this is really, really critical. And as we continue to launch this out over the next three weeks or whatever it is, then it becomes an event next year, and we can plan out, you know, whether we would do festivals or rallies or whatever, or parade or marches in cities. I think this thing, Jr., you ought to be getting a hold of some of these big, big corporations and getting us some funding for the Natural Family Celebrate Natural Family Month. Good mm-hmm. you know, idea.
3: By the way, we've been we've been invited to uh, uh, march in a parade, July Fourth one of the cities. So that's, that's after, that's after the month's over with. So, and then if you have any ideas, how we can continue this, uh, how about talking to state legislators or local legislators and get moving for next year with regards to this, this is uh coach as Christians are always, we're always seemingly complaining about this and that and the other. Okay. The beauty of this is that we put the, the opponents in a position where, okay, they have to be the haters. You know, this That's is right. a positive move. Yeah, I gotta, gotta be the haters. I don't yeah. like it. why don't you like it? Well, I hate you, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. Amen. This this is this is brilliant. Brilliant. Hey, I gotta say this before I forget because I know I'm I'll get you in here in a second, Jim. It's not changing the subject. I just gotta say this while I'm thinking of it, okay? Next uh poem, poem number four. Next poem. next. Wednesday, not this Wednesday, May 31st. Folks, I saw Mike Adams had on Richard Gage. The website is Richard Gage. uh, I'm coming back. Richard Gage 911.org. He's the founder of Architects and Engineers for Truth regarding 911. Mike Adams had him on. Folks, they have irrefutable evidence that 911 was an inside job. So he he was architects and engineers. He's now started RichardGage911.org. And next Wednesday night, May 31st, we're doing a special 7 o'clock in the evening program with Richard Gage. And he's going to lay out all the information for us. We want you to invite all of your friends to tune in and hear the truth about 911 because that's when this whole mess started. He's going to show you 911 was blown up. He's going to show you that the skyscrapers were blown up. He's going to show you all of it. They have the irrefutable proof. And until we go back and make that lie expo- expose that lie, we got to go back to the beginning. So I'll keep you reminded of this. Put this in the chat, though, so people can go to richardgage911.org and mark your calendar. Invite others. That's next Wednesday, May 31st, seven o'clock. He's going to be with us. Okay. Back to the natural family. Jeff, go ahead.
5: Well, Coach, a little bit about what we're doing to help JR with this. Pastor Matt is on fire with this. He's become buddies with JR now. He he speaks about JR two Sundays in a row. He's hammered the church. He said, listen, if you haven't went to that website, I'm telling you right now, go there and sign up with the helpless man. So JR sent me the thing, the, whatever you want to call it, in an email, so I could print some yard signs and go to your local Print shop and get a few printed. So I'll have them in front of the car lot, 14,000 cars a day going by there with a couple of them. We're getting in Tuesday night in the garage. Matt's coming. I know what he's going to be preaching on because it's been two Sundays in a row now and he's doing all four or five Sundays with JR's natural family thing. So we'll print the little flyers up. Then I'm going to ask everybody in the garage whether we have 20 or 30. After Pat, Pastor Matt gets done, I'll hand out the flyers and say, listen, Each one of you, write down on a piece of paper, just six churches you know that you can go contact. Write them down and give them to me, and then we'll see if everybody's reached the churches the next Tuesday with that information. So it's easy for them churches to do. So that's what we're going to do, try and give a little hand to it. But thanks, JR, for doing it. It fits right in with the ice cream truck. I told somebody the other day, first time me and Pastor Bill went out in that ice cream truck, now we've done 20 years of gay parade, strip clubs, abortion clinics, and everybody hates us in the street. Everybody hates us. Pastor Bill and I were driving down the road one day in the ice cream truck when we first got it out. I said, man, this is cool. I said, we aren't getting cussed at or spit at or hated. They love us because we're handing out free ice cream. Pastor Bill says miracles never cease, and he just laughed.
2: Amen. Amen. Uh, Pull up number number one for me. I want to acknowledge something else. Coming back, JR, stay with me. I'm trying to connect some dots here, okay? I just want to acknowledge our dear buddy, uh, Pastor Clint, number one. Scroll down. There he is. Pastor Clint down in Royston, Georgia, took his congregation to the street last night. Play just a couple minutes of this.
0: Well, welcome. We are out on the street doing some street ministry. There's, I guess we've got about 20 here. Uh, Maybe some more will be coming in shortly. I'm wearing my favorite shirt, the most truthful shirt. Abortion is murder. I want to read something to you. Thanks to Paige for pointing this out to me the other week. Leviticus chapter 20 verse 1 says, And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying again, if thou shalt say to the children of Israel, Okay, you can you can cut that off now
2: because we're running out of time. But Pastor Clint, are you in here, man? If you are, Pastor, we we salute you. Did they arrest you? I wish they did. Did people leave you? What was the reaction of your congregation, Clint?
0: Oh, we we had a had a good time yesterday. Um, I get vocal, and we're right there at a red light where people have to uh, have to stop and listen to me, and I tell them. You know they're killing our children and um and i tell them say don't don't ever vote for anybody that will kill your children that's what i was telling them um we had this lady stop and got out and it um you know i didn't know what she was going to do she came up and give me a big hug and said i love y'all for what y'all are doing she had two kids and i was talking to her and i said how many children do you have and she said two and then her son popped up and said you got five mama and she said well three of them uh, defects got them and i don't know where they're at and Mm. i was able to encourage her i said look i know i know it's been bad but you loved your children enough to give them life they are breathing now because you didn't look at your situation your circumstances you love more than most women and, and, you know, it was just a good time, but uh, anyway.
2: And nobody quit the church yet, huh, Clint?
0: Oh yeah. 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 I think we had, I think we lost one yesterday, but it's okay.
2: (laughs) God bless you, man. God bless you. Myra, come on in.
6: Yes. Thank you. Holy spirit for leading us in all truth. And thank you, Jesus, for allowing me to have the honor and privilege to be at Abundant Life Church in Leham, Maryland, this Saturday. I introduce the um, um, Natural Family Month, and I'm just grateful f- for the doors, uh, for what the Lord is doing through JR. And um, I will be praying to, um, to push that month here in Maryland. Hallelujah. Amen. And also, 1 Timothy five eight. But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith, and is worse than an infidel. He's Hallelujah. He's
2: worse than a non-believer. He's a believer who doesn't provide for his own children. He's worse than an infidel. He's worse than a non-believer. Thank you, Myra. Okay, look, we got about we got about seven minutes left here. J.R. Craig, Craig can't get in there, daggone it. Or Mel, recap this thing, because we've thrown a lot of information at people. Okay. Where what where do they go? What is it we're asking them to do? Where do they go? Where do hey Ethel? Where do I go to get one of them shirts, Ethel? What was that website? Right? So we gotta we gotta nail this because we gave we gave out a couple, three different websites. Let's nail this thing, all right? First of all, JR, you want them to go sign the Natural Family Pledge. And what's that website, JR? Natural, Natural Family Strong. Natural right. Family Strong. Put that in the chat. Sign not the not. pledge. Have others sign the pledge. Send it to others. Please sign the pledge. That's step number one. Natural Family Strong. Dot Um, Come, naturalfamilystrong.com. Sign the pledge. Get others to sign the pledge. Step number one. Step number two. Jr. or Mel, what's step number two here?
7: The Liberty um, Action and... Network.
2: Again, please? Liberty Action Network. That's a different website. The See. Liberty Action Network dot com .com, and at the liberty action network you will have the ability to download flyers information that you can share scroll down there a little bit folks mel's done a lot of great work on this click here to print a flyer to share click here to copy the flyer to your email so you can send it to all your contacts you can get signs can they get the signs here or do they go to your other website jr where do they get signs or can they get signs how's that all work
3: yeah, they they can email me at jr dot com. But in terms of the signs, and we can we can mail them out. But I'll be honest with you, it costs us more to mail them out than it does yeah. to make the signs. Yeah. So if they if they can get those uh, that information off a of mail site, or I'll send them a link if they need it. But the, show the them that be- sign
2: again. Put that sign back up so they can see that. <clears throat> hey,
7: not- coach,
1: we have a. Um- We have a a picture of the um, that can be optimized to make a sign. So I'll be adding that. I'm going to also add a link to JR's site to sign the pledge. Two more items that I'll put on our page.
2: Folks, listen. This is this is so easy. And JR, you've put them in a box. How do they criticize the Natural Family Month? How can they possibly criticize that? Call you bigots. What are they going going to say? Clint, come on in. Yep, Flynn took his hand down. All right, Jay,
5: we're Jr. Oh, hey, I'm Craig, sorry, sorry, we couldn't get in. There.
0: I'm sorry, I, I didn't meet my myself. Buddy. Um, I, I didn't want to sound like our people are aren't on board with what we're doing. They are, but you know, you always have no, 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 one, no, one I or two. It. Um uh, but we we need signs. I, I want to get aborted fetuses signs. I mean, we we're ready to to go with this thing, and and you got to show people. Um, what what is really happening and and uh so you know I, I I'm gonna get with you I, I don't even know where we can get signs like that I do
2: we'll connect yes. I know we can get them I know right, can get them. yeah yeah for sure hey Clint you need to get some of these celebrating American national family strong signs too these these are, these are
5: yeah weird. yes yes absolutely
2: despise not the days of small beginnings and I believe this is going to be Holy Spirit uh, led breathed on uh, this is this is uh, this is, this is the will of God, Maybe- Coach.
3: It has the enemy back on their heels. They don't know what to do about this. They've not pre- been presented with an option like this. Again, it's always been you're hateful. You you don't like this. You don't like anything. Well, okay. And instead of us being back on our heels, it puts them on their heels. I can tell you, it makes city councils and it makes the LGBT community very, very, very uncomfortable. Yeah, they do not know what to do with this.
2: Because they become the bigots, folks. If yes. they don't promote the natural family, they become the bigots, right?
3: Or, or haters.
2: Haters. Yeah, flip, flip, flip the tables on them, right? Yep. Amen. Amen. Wow, what a morning. Uh, one more thing. I gotta throw this up. Go to go to my homepage real quick. Hey hey folks, look, I'm not making this up, okay? You know, I'm not I'm not a shyster, I'll never be a shyster. I've been hey, Brian, I've been using that swish stuff that's right there on our homepage. I don't know if you guys can see this except for this weekend when I got so emotional, the bags are disappearing from under my eyes, friends. <laughs> I'm telling you there's, there's something to this stuff. I'm, uh, I'm just telling you. All right.
5: Detox. I,
2: I'm telling you, uh, there's something to it. Amen. Anyway, man, I, coach. Here's, what I, here's what I do. I take a little, I take a little cap full of it in the morning and I swish it for 30 seconds. 30 seconds and then swallowed. And I do it again at night. Are you noticing? I had a guy email me the other day. He said, Man, coach, you look what's going on? Fountain of youth? Uh I don't I don't know. So uh for those of you who want to feel better and look better, I think the stuff works. All right. God bless you. Hey, again, from the bottom of my heart and our heart, we can never thank you enough for the prayers. I've been uh, I've been transformed again this week uh, this weekend. Uh, God never God never does it in a traditional way, does not it? Amen. Huh? I stepped outside that poor outside that garage and he said pray for your grandchildren. Specifically, grandchildren. Now, hang on. He said, "Oh, you hear God's voice?" Well, he says you do. <laughs> he says you do. What? It wasn't audible, but I knew I knew what I'd heard. And he then he put the thumb on it again. says, I'm telling you, boy, pray for your grandchildren. Whew. Ominous feeling on me. And I did. And I did. God's faithful, man. God's faithful. Love y'all. Not all of you. Love most of you. Thanks for standing up for us. Great work, JR. Let's keep pushing
7: this. See y'all tomorrow.